There's a common children's nursery rhyme I'm, I'm sure we've all heard. And that nursery rhyme goes, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. In this, nursing, in this uh, children's nursery rhyme, as much as small children and perhaps even some adults would like to believe that this is true, it's simply not true. Words go much deeper than the ears. Words go to the heart. And so we must be very careful, very, very cautious on how we speak, especially about others, but what we say as well. At Mass, when we gather, as you were all singing the Alleluia, uh, there's always a prayer that the priest or deacon prays as he bows to the altar. And that prayer goes, Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may worthily proclaim your holy gospel. Today, this can be our prayer as well. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, so that I may speak well about other people. And then, of course, at every Mass before the gospel is proclaimed, we trace uh, the sign of the cross over our forehead, over our lips, and over our hearts. As we reflect on that symbol of tracing the sign of the cross, uh, it's from our mind that thoughts come. It's from our lips that speech comes. And it's from the human heart that our desires come. So as we trace the sign of the cross every Mass before we hear the gospel proclaimed, we can uh, just reflect on that. May we think thoughts, uh, have thoughts, uh, think well about others. May we speak well about others. May we have uh, those desires. May we desire the best for our neighbor. And at every Mass, we trace the sign of the cross, but there's also another time that the sign of the cross is traced. And that's at our baptism. Before a child or a person is baptized, the parents and godparents trace the sign of the cross uh, on the person's forehead. Uh, it marks them with the sign of the cross. Each one of us is marked with the sign of the cross. And so as Christians, we must speak differently than the rest of the world. We must act differently from the rest of the world. Uh, we have been marked by the sign of the cross. And so how we speak and what we say really shows us, shows everyone who, who we really are. In today's gospel, Jesus says, from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. From the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. Jesus in today's gospel was really revealing his heart to his disciples he uh, is speaking from a place of love. He, he didn't become angry with the disciples. He didn't speak harshly. He didn't belittle his disciples. Rather, he was speaking from a place of love in his heart. From the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. And then in our first reading today from the uh, book of Sirach, uh, we also hear how speech really reveals who a person is. In Sirach, from the first reading this morning, we hear these words. The fruit of a tree shows the care it has had. So too does one's speech disclose the, bend, the bent of one's mind. 
We reveal our true selves by what we say and how we say it, how we speak. And the same is for others. Others show uh, who they really are based on how they use their speech. And so today is a beautiful day just to really reflect on how we speak and what we've been saying. Perhaps maybe we've hurt someone through things we have said, maybe intentionally or unintentionally. But now it's our duty to actually go seek that person out and to apologize, to apologize and say, you know, I've spoken poorly about you or I've, I've dragged your name and your reputation through the mud and I'm sorry, please forgive me. But then this is a two-way street as well. If someone else has hurt us and we've all been hurt by other people, it's our duty to forgive them. And this, this continues the thread from last Sunday's gospel. In last Sunday's gospel, Jesus says, pray for your enemies. Pray for those who persecute and insult you. If someone strikes you on the cheek, turn the other cheek as well. Um, uh, for, Jesus says in last Sunday's gospel, forgive and you will be forgiven. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. And so it takes a lot of courage and uh, maturity to forgive those who have hurt us. Uh, but then we uh, remember the words in today's gospel. Before we can help our neighbor, we must first remove the wooden beam from our eyes. To remove the wooden beam so that we can see clearly to remove the splinter in our neighbor's eye. And so... Uh, we, we forgive those who have hurt us through gossip, detraction, and slander, but we also seek out those people that we ourselves have hurt uh, through these things. A temptation can be to hold on to these resentments, these grudges or unforgiveness against others who have hurt us, uh, seeking revenge. But we remember uh, last weekend's first reading how King David asks the question, who can lay hands on the Lord's anointed and remain unpunished? We recognize that the person who has hurt us is imperfect, just like us. They struggle with sin. And so, uh, as Christians, we forgive them. We don't hold on to that. And so we have a duty today to live out and to speak from a place of faith every day this week, throughout our whole lives, in the workplaces, in the schools, in the homes, in our communities. Uh, we speak and we act from a place of faith because we've been marked with the sign of the cross. And so we speak and act differently from the rest of the world. And we know that our world sits right now on shifting sands. People may change their opinions. Friends may, be, may become unfaithful. And maybe there's particular circumstances or situations in our life that uh, we, that we've been taken, that we would never have chosen to go. But through it all, the Lord never leaves us. The Lord is always with us here in this moment. And so we go out and we, we live our vocation. We're faithful to our vocation. We do what the Lord asks of us, even when maybe people speak poorly about us or uh, detract or gossip. But we we follow the example of love that Jesus teaches us. At every Mass, Jesus shows us the example of love by laying down his life, feeding us in the most holy Eucharist, giving us his very body and his very blood in the Eucharist. 
And um, as Jesus lays down his life on the cross, uh, it's so beautiful to reflect on his last words before he gives up his spirit. Not one word of Jesus spoken from the, cra- from the cross goes idle. Every word has significance. Every word that Jesus speaks from the cross is meaningful. He says, first off, I thirst. He's thirst. He shares that yearning for the souls that all may be reconciled with himself. And then he says, Father, forgive them. Uh, May we too forgive those who have hurt us. But Jesus doesn't stop at forgiveness. Rather, he goes a step farther and he makes excuses for those that have hurt him. He says, Father, forgive them. And then the excuse, for they do not know what they do. May we too follow the example of Jesus and not only forgive those who have hurt us, but make excuses for them. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they, are do, what they do. Perhaps they are blinded. They're like the person in today's gospel who has a wooden beam or a splinter in their eye or in our eyes. We're blinded. We don't know what we do. And then Jesus' last words is, I commend my spirit. Jesus recognizes everything he's done, all the miracles, all the healings he's done during his lifetime. It comes about by the grace of God. And so we too are instruments in the hands of the Father. We just go out, we forgive those who have hurt us, but we seek out the forgiveness of others that we ourselves have hurt. And so today, may we remain with Jesus there on the cross, continuing to live out, to speak from a place of faith in the community, in the workplace, in the school, in the home, uh, speaking from a place of faith, because words do matter. Words have a deep impact on other people. And so today we receive this encouragement from St. Paul in our second reading to be bold in speaking and living from a place of faith. St. Paul says, My beloved brothers and sisters, be firm, steadfast, always fully devoted to the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Today, may we receive the grace to forgive and allow ourselves to be forgiven by others. May we too follow the example of love that Jesus shows us.